Hello, everybody. Open your Bible to Genesis chapter 34. Today, we will be looking at uh, the treachery of Jacob's sons. Open your Bible to Genesis 34 and let's read. Genesis 34. Now Dinah, the daughter Leah had born to Jacob, went out to visit the women of the land. When Shechem, son of Hamor the Hivite, the ruler of the area, saw her, he took her and violated her. His heart was drawn to Dinah, daughter of Jacob, and he loved the girl and spoke tenderly to her. And Shechem said to his father Hamor, Get me this girl as my wife. When Jacob heard that his daughter Dinah had been defiled, his sons were in the fields with his livestock, so he kept quiet about it until they came home. Then Shechem's father Hamor went out to talk with Jacob. Now Jacob's sons had come in from the fields as soon as they heard what had happened. They were filled with grief and fury because Shechem had done a disgraceful thing in Israel by lying with Jacob's daughter, a thing that should not be done. But Amor said to them, My son Shechem has his heart set on your daughter. Please give her to him as his wife. Intermarry with us, give us your daughters, and take our daughters for yourselves. You can settle among us, the land is open to you, live in it, trade in it, and acquire property in it. Then Shechem said to Dinah's father and brothers, Let me find favor in your eyes, and I will give you whatever you ask. Make the price for the bride and the gift I am to bring as great as you like, and I'll pay whatever you ask me. Only give me the girl as my wife. Because their sister Dinah had been defiled, Jacob's sons replied deceitfully as they spoke to Shechem and his father Hamor. They said to them, we can't do such a thing. We can't give our sister to a man who is not circumcised. That would be a disgrace to us. We will give our consent to you on one condition only, that you become like us by circumcising all your males. Then we will give you our daughters and take your daughters for ourselves. We'll settle among you and become one people with you. But if you will not agree to be circumcised, we'll take our sister and go. Their proposal seemed good to Hamor and his son Shechem. The young man, who was the most honored of all his father's household, lost no time in doing what they said because he was delighted with Jacob's daughter. So Hamor and his son Shechem went to the gate of their city to speak to their fellow townsmen. These men are friendly towards us, they said. Let them live in our land and trade in it. The land has plenty of room for them. We can marry their daughters and they can marry ours. But the men will consent to live with us as one people only on the condition that our males be circumcised as they themselves are. Won't their livestock, their property, and all their other animals become ours? So let us give our consent to them, and they will settle among us. All the men who went out of the city gate agreed with Hamor and his son Shechem, and every male in the city was circumcised. Three days later, while all of them were still in pain, Two of Jacob's sons, Simeon and Levi, Dinah's brothers, took their swords and attacked the unsuspecting city, killing every male. They put Hamor and his son Shechem to the sword and took Dinah from Shechem's house and left 
the sons of Jacob came upon the dead bodies and looted the city where their sister had been defiled. They seized their flocks and herds and donkeys and everything else of theirs in the city and out in the fields. They carried off all their wealth and all their women and children, taking as plunder everything in the houses. Then Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, You have brought trouble on me by making me a stench to the Canaanites and Perizzites, the people living in this land. We are few in number, and if they join forces against me and attack me, I and my household will be destroyed. But they replied, Should he have treated our sister like a prostitute? Now, we start this chapter uh, by seeing that Dinah, Jacob's daughter, goes out into uh, their land to meet some of the other young women in the area. Uh, notice verse 1. Now, Dinah, the daughter of Leah, whom she had borne to, to Jacob, went out to visit the daughters of the land. Now, uh, when did they get to this land? Now, we, uh, now we need to look back at Genesis thirty-three eighteen through 19. And actually, let's just turn back there. It's just one chapter over, Genesis 33, 18 through 19. And it reads, Now Jacob came safely to the city of Shechem, which is in the land of Canaan, when he came from Padamaram and camped before the city. And he brought the piece of land where he had pitched his tent from the land from the hand of the sons of Hamor, Shechem's father, for 100 pieces of money. Okay, uh, now Jacob and his family would not be in this land if he had went with Esau to Sair, which is where he said he was going. Now, uh, look at uh, Genesis uh, 33, verses uh, 12 through 17. So, one chapter back again, let's look at 12 through 17. Then Esau said, let us take our journey and go, and I will go before you. But he said to him, my Lord knows the children are frail, and that the flocks of herd which are nursing are a care to me. If they are driven hard, one day all the flocks will die. Please let my Lord pass on before his servant, and I will proceed at my leisure, according to the pace of the cattle that are before me, and according to the pace of the children, until I come to my Lord at Sair. Esau said, please let me leave with you some of the people who are with me. But he said, what need is there? Let me find favor in the sight of my Lord. So Esau returned that day on his way to Sair. And Jacob journeyed to Shechem and built for himself a house and made booths for his livestock. Therefore, the place is named Sekoth. Uh, now, of course, Jacob didn't follow Esau, but deceived him again, as we saw there. Now, the prince of the land sees Dinah and takes her, verses 2 through 3, back in Genesis 34, 2 through 3. And when Shechem, the son of Hamor, the Hivite, the prince of the land, saw her, he took her and lay with her by force. And he was deeply attracted to Dinah, the daughter of Jacob. And he loved the girl and spoke tenderly to her. Now, after what the prince did to Dinah... He wants her for his wife. And I'm actually asking that with a question mark. Notice verse 4. So Shechem spoke to his father, Hamor, saying, get me this young girl for a wife. Uh, now, uh, did he want her for a wife because he felt guilty, you know, or, or you, know, for, you know, for what he did, or was it his arrogance? That's a question I always wondered, because if he felt such a way about her, how come he didn't make her his wife in, in the first place? 
Now, Jacob hears about what happened to his daughter in verses five, uh, five and six. Now, Jacob heard that he had defiled Dinah, his daughter, but his sons were with his livestock in the field. So Jacob kept silent until they came in. Then Hamor, the father of Shechem, went out to Jacob to speak with him. Now, uh, we see that Hamor wants to speak with Jacob about uh, giving up uh about giving up his daughter in marriage. The sons of Jacob hear about Dinah and are not happy. Notice verse 7. Now the sons of Jacob came in from the field when they heard it, and the men were grieved, and they were very angry because he had done a disgraceful thing in Israel by lying with Jacob's daughter, for such a thing ought not to be done. Now, what is the thing that ought not to be done? Turn to Deuteronomy 22. Deuteronomy 22. Deuteronomy 22, and we are going to look at verses 23 through 26. If there is a girl who is a virgin engaged to a man and another man finds her in a city and lies with her, then you shall bring them both out to the gate of that city and you shall stone them to death. The girl because she did not cry out in the city and the man because he has violated his neighbor's wife. Thus, you shall purge the evil from among you. But if in the field the man finds the girl who is engaged and the man forces her and lies with her, then only the man who lies with her shall die. But you shall do nothing to the girl. There is no sin in the girl worthy of death. For just as a man rises against his neighbor and murders him. So is this case. Now, uh, I know Dinah was not engaged, but she was still a virgin, a, 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 you know, and a man uh, lied with her by force. Now, Hamor uh, wants to blend the families. Notice verses 8 through 10. But Hamor spoke with them, saying, The soul of my son Shechem longs for your daughter. Please give her to him in marriage and intermarry with us. Give your daughters to us and take our daughters for yourselves. Thus you shall live with us and the land shall be open before you. Live and trade in it and acquire property in it. Now, Hamor, uh, Hamor it appears, is trying to make amends with, with Jacob and his sons. Okay. Now uh, Shechem is trying hard. Notice verses 11 and 12. Shechem also said to her father and to her brothers, If I find favor in your sight, then I will give whatever you say to me. Ask me ever so much bridal payment and gift, and I will give according uh, as you say to me, but give me the girl in marriage. Uh, but, you know, no matter how charitable Hamor and Shechem are trying to be, Jacob's sons have other plans. Notice verse 13. But Jacob's sons answered Shechem and his father Hamor with deceit and spoke to them because he had defiled Dinah, their sister. Now we see Jacob's sons, uh, Want them to become like them in verse 14. 
And they said to them, we uh, cannot do this thing to give our sister to one who was uncircumcised, for that would be a disgrace to us. Why did the sons of Jacob uh, want them to be circumcised? Okay, turn back to Genesis 17. Turn back a few chapters, Genesis 17. Genesis 17 and verse 14 and it reads but an uncircumcised male who is not circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin that person shall be cut off from his people he has broken my covenant remember this is the requirement the Lord gave uh, to be uh, in covenant with him now Jacob's sons make uh, their requests seem reasonable notice uh, verses 15 through 17 only on this condition will we consent to you if you will become like us in that every male of you be circumcised then we will give our daughters to you and we will take your daughters for ourselves and we will live with you and become one people now Oh, I'm sorry. Did I miss the verse? Yes, I did. I'm sorry. 17. But if you will not listen to us to be circumcised, then we will take our daughter and go. Now, Hamor and Shechem inform the men of their land of the arrangement and sell it to them. Now, notice verses 18 through 22. Now, their words seem reasonable to Hamor and Shechem, Hamor's son. And the young men did not delay to do the thing because he was delighted with Jacob's daughter. Now, he was more respected than all the household of his father. So Hamor and his son Shechem came to the gate of their city and spoke to the men of that city, saying, These men are friendly with us. Therefore, let them live in the land and trade in it. For behold, the land is large enough for them. Let us take our daughters in marriage and give our daughters to them. Only on this condition will the men consent to us to live with us to become one people that every male among us be circumcised as they are circumcised so we see that Hamor and Shechem go back and they sell this idea that was given to them by the sons of Jacob to their people and I want to do I want to hit a little side note here notice how they all became one people it was through circumcision it wasn't through race it wasn't uh, some condition of well you know uh, we could be a people with them but we have to go and, and you know and, and, and work on your skin to make it darker this way or make it lighter this way no it was just circumcision these were different men by men I mean people in different tribes and this circumcision is what made them one people it, it, was, it, it wasn't about race I just wanted to throw that as a side note in there now, Hamor and Shechem think they will get something else out of the deal other than Dinah. Uh, let's look at verse 23. Will not their livestock and their property and all their animals be ours? Only let us consent to them and they will live with us. Now, obviously, they see the wealth of Jacob and figure if they intermarry, uh, what is uh, Jacob will also be theirs. So it seems like that's what they're thinking as well. Now, the men at the gate agreed with Hamor and Shechem, verse 24. And all who went out of the gate to his city listened to Hamor and to his son Shechem. And every male was circumcised, all who went out of the gate of his city. 
Now, uh, Simeon and Levi, the four brothers of Dinah, are ready to execute their revenge. Verses 25 through 27, and they read, Now it came about on the third day when they were in pain that two of Jacob's sons, uh, Simeon and Levi, Dinah's brothers, each took his sword and came upon the city unawares and killed every male. And they killed Hamor and his son Shechem with the edge of the sword and took Dinah from Shechem's house and went forth. Jacob's sons came upon uh, the slain and looted the city because they had defiled their sister. Now, we also see that uh, Simeon and Levi totally clean house. Look at verses 28 and 29. They took their flocks and their herds and their donkeys and that which was in the city and that which is in the field. And they captured and looted all the wealth and all their little ones and their wives, even all that was in the houses. Uh, They not only killed all the men, but they took everything in it. So they totally clean house. Now. Jacob is not happy with his two sons. Notice verse 30. Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, you have brought trouble on me by making me odious among the inhabitants of the land, among the Canaanites and the Perizzites. And my men being few in number, they will gather together against me and attack me. Excuse me. And I will be destroyed. I am my household. Okay, now uh, the two two of the peoples Jacob uh, were wor- was worried about were the Canaanites, Hebrew thirty six sixty nine, who are descendants or of inhabitants of Canaan, and the Perizzites, Hebrew sixty five twenty two, a people who inhabit southern Canaan prior to the conquest. Now he fears that this may start a war between his family and these uh, other people, but uh, Simeon and Levi do not care about any consequences. Notice verse thirty one. Then they said, should he treat our sister as a harlot? Now, uh, to these two brothers, the honor of their sister was more important than some peace treaty. And as you see, Simeon and Levi acted out their revenge. And uh, I don't know if the other brothers were as, as angry, but I think that these two were more angry because technically this is their full sister. She's not only the daughter of their father, but she's also the daughter of their mother. So they were upset that she was treated as a harlot. And now their father, in order to keep the peace, is wanting to make a, a peace treaty with these people. But Simeon and Levi, as we saw, had other plans. Okay, that brings us to the end of Genesis chapter 34. God bless.